This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I'll just take a little bit every now and then. Welcome to another Beer Brawl. I'm Peter Kennedy at simplybeer.com. Tonight, as always, Mark Jackson is with us. How you doing, Mark? As always. All right, so tonight we're going to be doing fruited beers. Personally, I don't particularly care for them, but in the interest of... Uh, Scientific objectivity. Yes, and exploring different styles of beer is what we do. So tonight we're doing fruited beers, and uh, we have a bunch of them for you tonight. Um, so basically, this style of beer is... You take basically a generic style of beer, a wheat beer, an ale, a lager, whatever you have, um, and you add fruit to it. Either fruit extracts, fruit syrup, or pureed fruit. Um, and then with that, they generally lower the hops and so forth. So in theory, the um, fruit profile would be the dominant flavor in the beer. And that's what we're going to experiment with tonight. See if uh, these beers will taste good, taking these generic styles and uh, adding fruit to them. I, I had mixed feelings about it. I'm, I, don't, I don't think I'm as against it as you are, but uh, yeah, I'm willing to give anything a try. You know, I mean, I was just kind of asked why why add fruit to a beer anyway? When it, why when take it, a perfectly good beer and add oh, fruit to it? But you know, uh, but you know, I, I, up on uh, simplybeer.com, I put up a, a poll like two weeks ago. Do you like fruit in your beer? And it was pretty much split down the middle. Half you like it, half you don't. So we're so here, here we experimenting are. We are, we are here with fruit beers. So. Tonight, we have a whole bunch of beers. Um, we have a Long Trail Blackberry Wheat, Saranac Pomegranate Wheat, Abita Purple Haze, Southern Tier Cherry Saison, Sly Fox Raspberry Wheat, Unibrew Ephemere Banana Bread Ale, and we're going to finish off the night with a big boy, Dogfish Head Black and Blue, which... Uh, Weighs in at about 11% alcohol. Politically incorrectly named, I might add, black and blue. <laughs> so I uh, will get to that one in a minute or two. Or three. <laughs> All right, so first one up, Blackberry Wheat from Long Trail out of Vermont. Now, it'll be interesting. After we try all these beers, if you would at all consider making uh, a, a fruited beer as a homebrew. But we'll get to that. We'll see what you think. We'll see. This is the Long Trail. Yep. <laughs> So this here is a, I would call it a transparent beer. <laughs> I would say um, so. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's hardly any color to it. I mean, it's slightly yellow. It's, we're pouring these into a, um, a Hefeweizen glass or a Pilsen glass. Yeah. Um, it's got a really very white head on it. A um, little bit of carbonation to it. You can see the bubbles coming up. Uh, uh, I tell you... <laughs> Yeah, just looking at it in comparison to the beers we've been having. I mean, this is this is seems like pretty lightweight stuff. But let's. Uh... Well, I mean, on the nose of the beer, there's really not much. I mean, this beer weighs in at four percent alcohol, um, so it's going to be a pretty light beer. But I'm not getting much in the way of aroma. 
maybe a little bit of grain, but not much. Not getting a hell of a lot of anything here. <laughs> um, this is pretty close to it's, nondescript. It's, I mean, this basically almost, I get a little bit of um, sweet sweetness, not even really, maybe a berry, but I wouldn't call it blackberry. No, neither um, would I. It's so light, you can hardly even Might taste call it. Might a huckleberry, but... <laughs> uh, you know, if somebody put a blindfold on me and said, taste this beer, what, what, what can you tell me I, about I wouldn't it? even call it... I, 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 quite honestly, I, you know, this beer's been around for a while. I think it's been, they've been brewing this beer for 12, 13 years. Um, but quite frankly, you know, it does not have a lot of flavor. Is not no hop profile, which... Is really to be expected, but you know, there's nothing except maybe just a tinge of sweetness, and then nothing. I mean, as uh, as it runs over the tongue through, you know, the palate, there's a very, very, very slight hint of, of blackberry. Maybe that's as it should be. I don't know, but I mean, if you're going to go through the trouble of doing all of this, I I, I would think to bring the presence of the of the fruity taste mm -hmm. up a little bit more to the forefront. And this this doesn't do that at all. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. So if you it kind of tastes right, it kind of tastes like um, a slightly fruited water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you were at, if your hand was on the cooler handle and and you were you were looking for something to have with your barbecue, you know, a, a, a summer kind of refreshing. Refreshing brew. I don't, you know, this to me wouldn't fit the bill. It's got a little bit of berry to it. It's, it's a, I think it's a pretty good thirst quencher. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a light beer, basically. It's a light beer. I, I, I don't, uh, not impressed. No, not really. Oh, well, on to the next one. Oh, I have to remember to, to do this on the numerical scale. Ten, As you're ten, ten being the best and one ten being, ten very, being a perfect beer. Right, one being like you wouldn't wash your cat's uh, your cat's rear end with it. Okay? <laughs> I don't know uh, if I, I grade down to a one, but uh, no, yeah, but I get I get your drift. It's like you know swimming. You make an attempt, you get five points. <laughs> All right, next up is the Saranac. Hey, hey, we banged that one out real quick. <laughs> I know, right? Right. I mean, these are these well, are gonna. I think for the most part, these are gonna be pretty low in alcohol. Well, now, this is pretty funny. Wait, well, we didn't even do the label. Well, Sorry, I, I, just, just, I just want to comment on the fashion. label. They, they, they must think they're like Yogi Bear up there in in, in Sarah in the uh, Long Trail country here. Uh, they have it says Long Trail Black Berry B E A R Y wheat, a wheat ale flavored with blackberries, and they have a little bear with a green bow tie with glasses on the front. I don't know, like, who this is supposed to appeal to, but let's see. Anything else on here that's uh, worth noting? Blackberry wheat features two-row malt, crystal malt, plenty of malted wheat, and is finished with a hint of blackberries in the kettle. So I would say, now they put on here also less than, excuse me, less than six grams of uh, carbs. Well, so I think I think there's a little bit of marketing going on here. They're certainly yeah. not marketing to the He-Man in the, in the <laughs> audience. <laughs> All right, next up is the... Uh, Saranac <laughs> pomegranate wheat. Um, if you like pomegranate juice, I guess this might be a beer for you. Uh, yeah. Have not tasted it yet, but uh, it too is uh, a local beer, kind of local for us, New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it weighs in at about uh, uh, four and a half percent alcohol. I mean, right off the bat, this is looking a little bit better than the last one. Yes, you know. I would say on that score, it's on a somewhat cloudy, a little bit of cloudiness to it. Mm-hmm. Unfiltered beer. It's got a more substantial head. Yes, it does. Um, still, still on the white side, the head. 
Yeah. It's still uh, golden in color, but it, it seems to have a little bit of color from a, like a little red tint to it. I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing things as I'm expecting pomegranate, you know? Um, but uh, it, looks, it looks like a much better beer right off the bat. Not slight aroma. I mean, nothing. It's sweet. A little bit malty. It, it's, it's low. I mean, you're really struggling to... To find those this those notes, I mean, they're not smacking you in the face, but uh, you know, it, it's got a little bit of aroma to it. Well, it certainly has a little bit, a little bit more to it. Yeah, after this la after the last beer, this one's pretty good. Yeah, you right. got a little bit of um, tart and sweet from the pomegranate. You can really taste it in this one. Yes, I think. But it's also got wow. Now it's really hitting you. Got a little bit like more like, to like it. if you swallow it and let it sit for yeah. a second. Mm -hmm. It really kind of coats your mouth with the uh, pomegranate flavors and the tartness, and that you can kind of taste it for a couple 30 seconds after. Big improvement over the last one. I have to agree with you there. It's, so, it's, uh, it's maltier. Bad, actually. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I'm i not saying I'd go out and buy this beer, but, um, you know, this isn't half yeah, the bad. The problem I had, you know, sometimes you have to get the preconceptions out of, out of your know. mind. I know. I'm having a hard time with that right now. I know. And, but uh, you know what? The, when, when, when you said that uh, we would do fruited, fruited beer, right away, I mean, I guess I go back, and I'm probably dating myself a little bit here, but those Bartles and James wine coolers and things like that. <laughs> you know, like I remember you know, those from high school. <laughs> but there were beers. I know I've had beers in the past where, where um, they said they were flavored, and, and the flavor on, on some of them was just much too much. Too much. Right. I mean, these are these are beers with actual fruit in yeah, them. These are you a know, little bit more unlike subtle. we did um, Wits before, um, and those had like lemon rind and orange rind added to them. They weren't necessarily um, packed full of fresh fruit. They were kind of more of dried herb mm -hmm. herb flavorings rather than fruit flavorings. Um, it's interesting that they chose pomegranate. Like sometimes you wonder what, what the choice of uh, yeah, pomegranate is pretty expensive juice. Um, here yeah. they say they, um, you know, from the Saranac's website, they say they make, um, they use real pomegranate juice um, when they're making this. I don't know whether or not they're putting it in the fermenter or they're adding it to the boil. I would imagine they'd probably add it to the last couple minutes of the boil to kind of pasteurize it, unless they're already using pasteurized pomegranate juice. Um, but uh, well, It says wheat beer fermented with pomegranate. So that all right, be, so they're yeah. adding it after the boil. Right. Um, uh, let's see. Ba, ba, ba. They are fresh. Oh, look at it. They got like a bear on the label too. <laughs> well, yeah, they do have the bear. I wonder what. Okay, so let's see. The bear is juggling. It's a cute little, uh, a cute little label. Got the beer. The the beer. The bear in um, like those aviator uh, mirror shades, uh, juggling some pomegranate, and it says unique brew. What does it say here? Keep. Deep in the heart of the Andoradnicks, a top-secret grove of pomegranates grow wild and free. They are protected by ferocious bears. We traded them 10 tons of honey to make this unique <laughs> brew. This wholesome combination of unfiltered wheat beer and real pomegranate juice makes a smooth, refreshing beer with all the goodness of pomegranate. Yeah, I got to give them that. I mean, it is a refreshing beer. Yeah, um, it's nice. I, and I, like I, actually, I kind of enjoyed drinking it. Um, I don't think it's really my cup of tea, but... It's it's not a bad beer. I mean, the the flavors are, are I think well blended between the malt and the sweetness and the tartness. You know, I thought it came together pretty well. Um, I agree. No. 
how many decibel points am I allowed to go on the, uh, on the numerical <laughs> scale? <laughs> Is it like swimming where I have to go point oh one one three four? However you can justify in your head. All right. All right, well, next good. one is the um, Abita. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Abita Purple I've Haze. Never heard of it. Um, I've seen it in the stores a bunch of times, and it's just one I never, you know, yeah, liking to pick that's, up. That's the only one I saw, that this particular uh, six-pack of this. Yeah. It's a raspberry wheat brew. I mean, this one comes in at 4.2% alcohol. Um, and this one here on their website, they actually did put um, all the nutritional information about the beer on their website. Hopefully we're getting some vitamins and minerals. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, as I, I've, I've commented on, on Twitter, I have uh, joined Weight Watchers. Um, and this beer, 12 ounces, comes in at two points. Two points. So huh? it's a very 128-calorie beer. It's pretty light. Um, and it's got a much redder hue to it. I mean, it's still got that... Um, auburn color uh -huh. um, with a red hue, but that red or purple really kind of reflects in the head. On the cloudy side. Yes, definitely on the cloudy side. Yes. The head looks has like a hint of purple to it. It's, it's kind of interesting looking. Yeah, it does. Especially as it, as it uh, adheres to the side of the glass. Very, um, the aroma. It's, it's almost lending towards um, a sour aroma. Not necessarily bad tart, maybe. But not nothing really fruity. I'm not picking up a lot of. You're not picking up fruit. In the aroma? Oh no! In the, I I haven't in, tried it yet. In the taste. In the taste. No, I haven't tried it yet. But I, I can. In the a, aroma, it, it has a little like tart sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, to uh, it. No fruit in the aroma. No. I would taste like a sweet beer. A little bit sweeter. And a little I bit can sweeter. Certainly taste it. But you can taste the like the malt in this one. You know, it it's it's it seems like it's a much heavier beer than the last two. As far as the grains and stuff goes, when it, when you mix it with the fruit, raspberry. That's what they're saying. I'm not really getting um, a lot of raspberry mm, flavor. I got it. But it's very dry beer. Yes, it is. It's very crisp. It kind of. I agree. I like this pretty good. I think it's. Uh, I think the Saranac and this are uh, similar, you know. But this might be a little bit more to it. But it, it's more beer-like <coughs> in my mind. Um, because I can taste a little bit of the hops on the background. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So it's it's a little bit more... Malt, malt beverage. Oh, that's interesting. You know, they say a malt beverage with raspberries added. Raspberry wheat beer. Oh, let's see, what do we say here? Uh, purple... You know, I don't like these. Sometimes these cutesy names are kind of fun, but they get a little wearisome after a while. Purple haze. Uh, they also tell you that this is best if it's consumed by... can't see when it's best consumed by it. <laughs> they have these numbers around, but it doesn't, it does, none, of them, none of them are notched. And uh, a crisp American-style wheat beer with a fresh raspberry puree added. Puree. Yep. After filtration, the result leaves a, tr a fruity raspberry presentation in the beer. Premium raspberries provide the lager with a subtle purple coloration and haze, which we did notice. Mm -hmm. A fruity aroma, yeah. acidity, and a tarty, sweet taste. It's definitely got the tartness sweet. Yeah. Um, not much in the fruity aroma department. Um, I, I'm just not getting it on this one. Well, each batch is handcrafted, and this is hard, a little hard to believe, but I'm assuming it's true, using the pristine artesian waters of Abita, of Abita Springs, Louisiana. 
Now, I don't know, a lot of toxicity in, 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 in Louisiana, but I'm assuming this is true, uh, artesian waters, resulting in a crisp, refreshing brew guided by our principle of quality before quantity. Purple Haze is cold-filtered and brewed in small batches using no additives or preservatives. Like all our beers, Purple Haze is prepared with the attention to detail upon which we have built our... Man, they got a lot on that label. Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> this is probably like six-point font, I think. But wow. anyway... Abita wow. Springs, Louisiana. I think it's our first brew from Louisiana. Yep. A little da reaching down south there. Down south, get some okay. crawfish. Not, I, it's a pretty good effort, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think this one is definitely comparable to the Saranac. Um, I think I'm having a hard time judging between the two. Uh, this one tastes it. had a little bit more hop to it, but I think um, well, we'll get into the end. You know. Okay. I, I, all right. Uh, I'd like to support a beer from Louisiana. It seems apropos for some reason. All right. So from the uh, Abita, the next one up we're going to try tonight is the Southern Tier Cherry Saison. Uh, this one is a much bigger beer than the last two we've had. This one weighs in at about 8% uh, alcohol. Uh, it's from New York. Bigger bottle, too. Yeah, much bigger bottle. And one of the differences here is it's also aged in oak. Let's see what we got cooking here. So this is cherry they put in this, huh? Yep. I'll tell you, just pouring, just pouring it out and looking at the color, it's got it's got a, a little bit of a cherry tinge, like if you were yeah. thinking cherry furniture with that subtle, that very subtle reddish to it. it. It looks real pretty. It looks like it's slightly filtered. It's got a little bit of haze to it, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the head on it has a slightly red tint to it. Got a very nice aroma. Yeah, it's really nice. Good nose. Mm. You know, the, 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 the last three going uh, with the nose, you didn't get that anticipation, yeah. we've, which we've talked about before, the anticipation of drinking the beer. But this one... Uh, There's a nice combination of, like, spices yes, and yes. cherry and Something a little bit of oak. Something going on here besides cherry. It, it must be the oak. oak. This is a, a very nice uh, nose on this beer, I, I, um, especially after those last three. I mean, this is like a, 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 a welcome, very you know, pleasant. reprieve. And the color, the color is much darker. Um, actually, a little bit darker than I would have thought from wow. the Saison, but I think the cherries really lend a lot more to... Now we're rocking. The color. Oh. But this is... This is uh, this is a big beer. I mean, yeah. this is almost in a class of its yeah. own. It's an imperial. Exactly, exactly. It's an imperial. Most, most Saison beers are probably in the 4% alcohol range, 4 to 5%. This one, they're classifying as an imperial Saison. This is totally, really totally different than the, yeah. than the previous three. But you still get a lot of the cherry. But it's really, the, the cherries are not the dominant flavor here. The dominant flavor here is definitely the oak in this beer. Lots of stuff going on here. Cloves. And the spice. This beer, I think, would be good on, on, a, on a summer eve around 6.37. Maybe early summer, late summer, when you just get that, that just a touch of the coolness in the air. You know, it's warm in the daytime. Sun starts to go down. You get that, you get, you get that just slightly chilly, like it was the other night when we were at the barbecue. And mm. uh, the other three seem more like midday beers. You know, 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you're downing them. Yeah. You're banging them out. Whatever. This, this is definitely a sipping beer. Absolutely. Um, you got to drink this one a little bit slower because the flavors really build up in your mouth if you don't take a, a breath in between sips. 
I mean, this could be like you put you put something on the grill that that maybe yeah. maybe some eggplant uh, veggies, grill them, get them nice and toasty, and you have a few of those and some of this. Excellent. Yeah, this is a very big. Nice. This is a big beer. Like this. This is a very big beer. Definitely, uh, I, I think this is one worth uh, getting again. You know, just outside of our podcast. I'm liking the flavors on this one. There's just so many of them. Yeah. You can even taste the hops in them, too, which is nice. Because none of these fruited beers we've had so far, you can taste the hops. But here, well, the cherry's not the dominant flavor, unlike what the other ones I think we're aiming for. But it's a complimentary. It's, it's very complimentary, and um, it, it is present. It's almost difficult to rate the, this particular beer in relationship to the others. I, I think we're going to have a hard time going forward um, with the different beers. And, but we'll see. You know, because, you know, as I said from the beginning, I mean, we got an apple beer, a banana beer, and a blueberry beer. I mean, it's and a ras another raspberry beer. So a lot of different fruits. It's a little hard to find fault with the beer. I mean, I, you know, it's a, it's a delicious tasting beer. Like I said, I can just see this when, when, when it gets to be about 68 degrees, you got a coat on, and you're and just enjoying some of this. I, I think my only fault with this beer is the bottle's too big. Um, I think, I think or, or you need three or four people to split it. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a 22 ounce bottle. And here the flavors are just really intense, especially the oakiness and the cherries together. It's, it's a pretty intense beer, and you really need to take your time uh, drinking it. Nice, nice labeling. Um, to, you know, it's cherry season is concurrent with the best of summer weather. The days are long and warm, and the spring blossoms into gratefully, have gratefully turned to plump, plump droops. D R U P E S? Okay. I don't know. Uh, much in the same way, our imperial cherry saison undergoes subtle but noticeable changes while cruising from kettle to bright tank. Yeah, well. Like the sun ripening fruit, a pit stop makes this beer better. I don't know who wrote the copy on this, but anyway. Uh, aged with French oak staves imparting overtones of spice, which we, which we did pick up on, and balancing the natural sweetness of the cherries. It is the mission of our Imperial Series to create unique beers. I think they have... Yes, I, I mean, these guys from mark. Southern Tier, just, uh, they really put their uh, head out there. Uh, first in this series to incorporate oak aging. Enjoy it as a dessert beer, which I kind yeah. of alluded to. Or tilt it back while sitting under a shady tree on a warm summer afternoon. I, I don't know if I'd want to be drinking this beer in intense heat. If you had, um, no, no, not. You know, th this nah. is definitely when it starts to get cool. From a hot day, when it gets to that point where it starts to get cool and nice, yeah, that's when you drink not, this, this beer. Is that, that July be... or August, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, next one up is uh, from Sly Fox Brewing Company. This is our first beer from Sly Fox. Uh, it is a Pennsylvania beer. I don't think they're too far from here. Um, I, I think they're on the, the the eastern side of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has a lot of brewers. Yeah, because they have um, laws that um, are favorable to breweries, unlike New Jersey. Well, hint, I'm hint. Taking, <laughs> a, taking a trip out to Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and uh, visiting, uh, there's a couple of breweries actually. Now this this here is a, um, a, it's a 750 milliliter bottle. It's a bottle conditioned beer and corked. As you probably heard, as it is slowly fizzing over. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're just whoa-ing on the color. Yeah, uh, I, I wish, you know, I got to take a picture of this beer because... Yeah, this is, this is red. This red is raspberry. You, this is what I think you'd expect from a raspberry beer. 
Um, this is a red beer. Yeah, this is uh, with a, a red head. <laughs> if you're looking, I at mean, the, the head's pink. Yeah. If you're it, looking at fruited, this 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 is definitely fits fruited. The bill. It's a uh, 750 milliliter bottle condition cork bottle. Um, now here, the best on date is 2011. So mm. this one here, you might be able to age for a little while. It is an 8% ABV beer, so it is fairly big and probably could handle another year in the bottle, especially since it's a bottle fermented. Um, As one would expect, a very strong nose on this. Oh yeah, raspberries shine right through. No, no other flavor except raspberry in the, in the aroma. Flavor and aroma. <laughs> uh, confusing now, my adjectives here. How do you here, get but, the color uh, like this, uh, Peter? I mean, what's, what's the well, deal here? Uh, um, apparently they use a pound of red and black raspberries for every gallon of beer. Really? So if you have a 500 gallon fermenter, they're putting in a quarter ton of blackberries and raspberries. That's a huge amount, plus a lot of sugar too, yeah. to go with it. Um, so yeah, because, I'm, I mean, I'm excited it, it, to try this beer. I mean, it's really, yeah, it I'll smells you, like right, raspberry yeah. jam. You know, if you want to make an impact, if you have some guests and uh, you know, you're out on the patio serving some beer, this is certainly a, a an oh yeah. you know an oh wow kind of moment when you pour it out into the uh, oh absolutely you know I'm really excited to try this one just as was the last one so out of the five fruited beers I'm actually excited to try two of them um, for for me I, I think that's a it's a a pretty big step forward being the anti fruit person I, I've um, well, you, you know, know proclamated over the last several years but I but when you get to you know, like Saranac does a lot of beers, and, and Long Trail does a lot of beers, and you kind of feel like it's a little bit of marketing, you know, when they when they put these fruits, uh, the flavoring in, or market them that way. Yeah. When you get to these other ones, when we get to the Dogfish or the Southern Tier, this obviously seems more well thought out and integral into the whole process of not only brewing but drinking the beer. I think they fit more into the mission statements of the companies mm -hmm. to be, um, to take a single beer and really concentrate it, on it until you have something that's, you know, really mm. exceptional. Um, not to say that these other beers, you know, don't try. Um, but these ones seem to have taken it a step further, you know, really going on the extreme side of yeah. the ingredients they're using, you know, not just adding, you know, a couple blackberries here and there and calling it blackberry beer, um, but really, you know, infusing the beer. I mean, you look at this, and this is what I would think of as a fruited beer. I got to say this. For raspberry. I just took I mean, a taste while, you, while you're running on here. <laughs> I, I took a I, taste too. and <laughs> it, it, It's to me, it's a little bit too much raspberry. It, it's to me, it's like... First of all, I don't like raspberry jam. This is what it tastes like. <laughs> but it I'm tastes, not a big fan of raspberry to begin with. This but. tastes like raspberry. It tastes like toast with raspberry jam. Yeah, like way, somebody way slathered a, a tremendous amount of raspberry jam on a piece of toast. Because you've got a bready, malty backbone. Well, actually, you got bready, malty flavors on top of a raspberry backbone. I mean, this here, the dominant flavor is raspberry, without a doubt. I mean, it's just, it permeates raspberry in the color, in the flavor, Does in the it nose. say raspberry beer? It, it does say raspberry. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually kind of like this beer, and I, I must just be some sick, twisted, I don't know. Hey, but listen, uh, 
for you, for it, those I'm of kind you, of enjoying it. <laughs> for those of you who took the, the poll on simplybeard.com, you know, if you're into the fruited beers, I mean, if, you know, there's fruited and there's fruited, man. Yeah. I mean, this, I don't this know one, if I can drink a lot of this. No, I couldn't, I couldn't. I mean, this comes in a 750 milliliter bottle. I mean, this one I, I would recommend splitting between. Ten people. people. <laughs> Ten people. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. you know, six ounce glasses or something like that, uh, because of, I, I I like the flavors and I like the way they mix and integrate together. Because you do have a bit of bitterness um, from some slight hop presence, some tartness, and I do like the raspberry. So it's too much for me. You know, it does. If you like raspberry, this may be a beer to try in in smaller portions. Tough beer to rate. Uh, yeah. What else we got to say on the label here? Black raspberry unforgettable fruit ale. Well, I, I definitely unforgettable. I, I you know I don't think I'll forget the the flavors in this beer. No, I mean this fruit beers sneered. Oh, here we go. Here. Have you read this? No, I haven't read any labels. Fruit beers sneered the ordinary brewer are, <laughs> o- are only for lasses. I guess it says lasses. L a s s e s lasses. At first, I thought it said losers, but <laughs> nonsense, thought I. I brewed a beer bold enough for all, redolent with over a pound of black and red raspberries in every gallon, and both lads and lasses are most pleased. There you go. I mean, it definitely has a ton of raspberries in it. Um, it does have a, a lot of tartness to it, which is a nice complement to the sweetness. Um, a little bit of hops. Um, it, it's not an overall. It's a good. I think it's a well-crafted beer. Um, if you like raspberries, if you don't like raspberries, there's no way you're gonna like this beer. And if you um, if you wandered into a restaurant, perhaps that that would have this as an item, it could almost you could almost have this. And if you really enjoy beer, you can almost have this in lieu of a bottle of wine. Frankly, yes. it's that fruity. It it, it really is. It, it lends itself to being. Um, I hate to say this, but like a barley wine, not as we know barley wines to be, but a wine that had some barley in it. I mean, it's like a raspberry wine with barley. It's, it's really intense. and It's, it's a little much for me. It, it, yeah. If you don't like raspberries, it's not the beer for you. If you like raspberries, I think it's pretty good in moderation. <laughs> wow. So that was a pretty intense raspberry beer. Yeah, meant to be shared. Uh, like Peter yeah. said, that the, the, the bottle is, is big and, uh, you know, you need to share it. You couldn't drink. I, I don't know that you would want to drink one of those just by yourself yeah. or, you know. All but right, the, so next up is the Unibrew Ephemer. And I hope I'm pronouncing that right. My French is... Ephemer. Ephemer? I think that's what it's... It's, it's from Quebec. It's, it's yeah. Ephemer. This, you know, my French is... Even more horrible than my English. So this is an apple beer. Oh, okay. I was wondering when apple was going to make an introduction into uh, our little uh, coterie of uh, beer. So apple beers, apple is a, you do get apple in some beers just by the yeast that are used. uh, I this one you, here. I noticed you've changed the uh, the glass. Yes, what's, here what's I switched about? to um, a tulip glass. We've been all all the previous ones had pretty much been wheat beers, um, so I poured them in uh, Pilsen style or, or the Hefeweizen style okay. glass. Uh, here I switched to a tulip glass. Quite a head on this. Yes, um, 
It's a 5.5% uh, mm. ABV beer, big head. Spicy it, nose. But it looks like it's a filtered beer. It, it's not, um, it's clear, it's got a lot of carbonation. You can see that whole torrent of bubbles. It is a torrent, very aptly described, yes. torrent, as yes. opposed to just a few. Yes, I like <laughs> using that word torrent. It's a good, like a, like a, well, bit, very torrent, strong, a bit torrent of bubbles. <laughs> very strong, spicy, yes, apple-y smell. very spicy. And the apple really shines through. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Um, as, as a dominant aroma, even with the, uh, the spice and so forth. It's pleasant. It, it's, a, it's a very strong aroma. And it, to me, it, it's almost walking into oh. that, that sour. Um, Mark's shaking his head. I, yeah, I don't I think he likes it. No. Yeah. Interesting beer. Uh, I, I, Inter interesting covers a lot of bases. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, Mark, by, you can't see him, but he's shaking his head. He, I, yeah, I, you it's know. like something's not, it's, not it's working It's a very here. thin beer. Yeah. And um, it, it doesn't have, it's not well balanced. I think it, I think it needs a, needs a longer process, so to speak. This beer tastes rushed to me. It, it doesn't. It's like a soup that you that you have that you've only made on the well, stove for uh, half an hour instead of for four hours. Apples are very have that very crisp flavor to it. What apples right? did they use? Did they Granny Smith? Oh, well, so they yeah. use green apples. Yeah, there you go. Um, they have a very crisp, tart flavor, and that really comes through in the beer. You can definitely tell they're using Granny Smith apples. But I think it needed a little bit more of a malt to yeah, accompany definitely. with it. Because you taste that Granny and then it kind of fizzles out really quickly. And then it leaves you with a little bit of bitterness, you know, going down the pipe. Uh, I'm, you know, I mean, it all depends on what they set out to do. And, and you know, it's like an author writing a book. They set out to do something and, and this is what they set out to do. And... If they meet their goal, that's fine. You may not agree with it, and you, but mm. the book may not be appealing to you. You may not like to read the book. It has a great aroma, and and it's, <clears throat> you know, I, I've had a lot of the Unibrew beers, and I think this is the first one I'm not actually liking. I, I think I've had five or six of their beers. I mean, this one just really, I think, fell short of the mark. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what? Kind of. Um, it's like a champagne. It almost tastes yeah, like champagne. Yeah, I know. So, but I think I think the choice of the apple is it might make the difference here. This is know? yeah. I mean, this taste it has. It's it's opposite ends pulling away at each other, sort of, and it doesn't yeah, seem it, it, to it, blend. It, instead of balancing, it almost has contradictory flavors. Which might be good, you know, depending on what the contradictory flavors are. But this yeah. doesn't work for me. Yeah, if I, so I, they, they, they say in their, in their profile that um, from their website that this is has fresh Granny Smith and Macintosh apples. I find this beer to be interesting. It, yeah, <laughs> you know. It, it, but it doesn't, I don't, I, it would taste, it tastes more like a wine than a beer, in my opinion. Again, I, I've, yeah. If you get, I, I'm not sure if you've ever had um, homemade apple or pear wine mm -hmm. but this is what that tastes like it's very dry crisp not very bitter a little bit of sweet tart um it, it tastes more like a wine than a beer these are tough to rate this week i'll tell you i know and you know i, I th surprisingly I, I, I find myself being a lot more open to these fruit beers as we've gone through it's a couple of them. It's It's like you cooking, know? you know, it's like cooking to say, uh, you know, it, it should be only a certain way. 
No, there's got to be open yeah. some experimentation. I don't yep. think it hurts. I might be going a little low on this. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, if it's tough to call. It's not. It's not my cup of tea or cup of beer or glass of beer, as the case may be. I think between this one and the Sly Fox, I, I, I think you're right. You know, you almost like would drink these uh, like a wine or something. Or you know, mm -hmm. it just don't. And I couldn't see. And maybe that's one maybe that's the myself. intent. Maybe that's the intent of these. Um, is to be more in that wine, wine coolerish. The cherry saison, I can drink one of those by myself with no problem whatsoever. Uh, that was a friend. <laughs> that was a delicious beer. But these other two, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine sitting down, watching my latest DVD from Netflix, and 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 just drinking one of these at one sitting. I, I don't think I can do it. All right. Well, that one's done. Next is the banana bread beer. Which this, sounds on the surface disgusting. Th this, this beer, you know, it <laughs> scares the crap out of me. You know, uh, we, you get a, in, in a lot of the German styles, um, you get a lot of banana um, notes to them um, just because of the way the yeast interacts um, with the beer. But this one actually has banana in it. So... Anyways, uh, how the hell do you put a banana in? I mean, banana flavor. I, I guess you, you mash it. I don't know. I think it's only be banana flavor. Right, hand me your glass. We going for the tulip again here now? The whole, the whole rest. Yeah, of the I'd pour them in a pint, but my pint glass got um, I'm making some notes to myself. Oops, here. I need your glass. <laughs> yeah, you an empty glass. I gave an empty glass. All right. All right. So I mean, this one comes in a pint bottle, 500 milliliter. I guess a little more than a pint. Thank you. Pours nicely. Very strong aroma. Nice color. This is our darkest beer yet, I think. Well, it's got a much different color than yeah, all it, the it, rest it's of more of a into a uh, cherry mahogany kind of uh -huh. color. If you want to go with wood grains. Yeah, this is quite a bit uh, deeper looking than than the other ones. It's got it's got a th nice, fairly thick head. Um, not much is, on the uh, way of legs or, and, or and lacing. Where, where but is this by way of Peter? Uh, uh, this this is Wells and Young. Uh, it's by England. So a UK English, beer here. English beer, 5.2%. So the last one, ABV. The, the Unibrew was Quebec, Canada. Yep, that was Quebec. All the rest were US. US, right. So now we're up to a UK. It, it is it hard like. to find? Uh, is it hard to find a uh, fruit flavored or fruit beer no. ale from the no. UK? Once again, I went out to uh, my friends at the uh, liquor outlet, Kevin over there. I told them we were doing uh, fruited beers today. Where, where was that again? Uh, the liquor outlet in Booton, oh, New Jersey. Okay. Um, I went out there and visited him this morning, and uh, he, I told him before I came that we were going to do fruit beers, and he put together a list of probably 20 fruit beers they had. Really? Um, they have, I mean, I they got that. 700 beers there. So, uh, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> where do they get that, that wall of beer that's 1,100 beers? Yeah, I know, right? right? Whatever they're aiming for. So he... Uh, I got to take a ride out there with you. Yeah, definitely. definitely. He, he uh, gave me a list of beers. Uh, many of them were on... What I thought what I would get tonight, um, the uh, Cherry Saison, the uh, Unibrew, um, the Dogfish Head, uh, along with the um, Abita. Yeah, he was, he was very helpful and helped me uh, find these beers. But now back to... You get a little bit of that sweetness, I, I guess because of the banana, I'm assuming. I mean, I mean, it really smells like banana. I don't want to say banana bread, but I don't know if, if you've ever made banana bread. This kind of smells like the batter before it actually turns to bread. Mm -hmm. I, like, you know, I, like the, I like the nose on it. The head, head is, you know, a pretty good head retention on this, surprisingly enough. 
I'm not sure what the base beer here is, but I think it's probably an English ale. It tastes almost like banana bread in liquid form. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's like... It's a very thin beer. Yeah, but... There's not a lot to it. It does... It does match its name of the beer. I, I gotta give them that. It does taste like banana bread with a little bit of bitterness. Yeah. It's too thin. There's no, there's no meat to the beer. I, I drink it because it's got a darker color to it. I'm expecting more complex flavors, um, a little bit more thickness to it, uh, and, and it's falling short on that. I, I'm not a fan of smelling banana, although I love the taste of banana bread. I don't particularly like the smell of like mm. mushed up bananas, mm -hmm. and and that really dominates this beer. I don't know. This doesn't um, this doesn't impress me either way. I mean, I don't feel I don't feel like very down on it. I don't feel like wow, this is something I want to recommend to somebody I know, or this is not something I would buy again, which is usually how yeah. I judge things. I mean, would I would I buy it again? Uh, unlikely. I, I can tell you I'll never buy this beer again. <laughs> I would say never, you know. The only time I'll buy this beer if we do fruit beers. It could be nuclear Armageddon or something, and we might have only, you know. If we decide to compare banana-flavored beers, again, I might buy this beer again. But until then, I highly doubt I'll be buying this beer again. It's just... Why would somebody buy this beer except for to do a tasting like this? I mean, uh, it, I mean it's marketing. Banana bread beer. So what? I mean, you, you got to try it. I mean, just by the they don't market. I've never heard of you know. Oh, well, you go through and you're looking at the shelves, and it says banana bread beer. I, I've seen it, you know, in a bunch of different stores, and I'm like, it's pretty interesting. I, I can't see myself buying it, but it's yeah. intriguing. And so I guess the intrigue is what does it doesn't sell do the beer, me, my friend. I'm I'm wholehearted with with you on that one. This is doesn't doesn't. Not much going not on. My cup of, see what not my cup of beer. What do we got here? Let's see the label. Oh, we, oh, wrong one. Yep. There we go. Beer brewed wells with bananas. Banana, 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 banana. An inspired brew made with our own natural mineral water and fair trade bananas. Tempting banana feed aromas and flavors are balanced by the silky richness of a masterful malt blend and the peppery spice. Uh, I'm sorry. There's no the, malt. On this beer, it's very thin, a very thin beer. There's nothing rich about this beer. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think they particularly hit the mark here. It says, uh, we've used our long history of creating the finest malt blends and added fair trade bananas to awaken the senses with a seriously fruity, rich, yet surprisingly versatile banana bread beer. At least they use... Um, you know, politically correct uh, bananas. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, the one thing, this beer has some nice legs to it. Um, yeah. But aside not, from that, it's got a nice color. Not impressed. Nice legs. Um, it's just really thin on the flavor, and uh, I'm disappointed. I am, well, I I wasn't expecting a lot, frankly. So True, I so I, I can't really say you I'm know, disappointed. i tell you the truth. I mean, it's a banana. I says, I don't know, you know, like, uh, what's it going to be about? All right, now after um, that banana beer, I, I sure hope our friends at Dogfish Head are going to step this up a notch. Um, I think so far we've had relatively, actually very good success with Dogfish Head beers. Um, Their 120 IPA was memorable. Same with that Salo um, Palo Santo Marin. Uh, that was a delicious one, too. I mean, and, and the, uh, the Burton Baton. I mean... 
delicious beers. All right, so here we have the 2009 bottling of the Dogfish Head. Is this the biggest bottle of uh, Dogfish that I've seen? Yeah, I mean, this is a, it's, it's a cap top, but it's a, it looks like a champagne size, or 750 milliliter. I mean, it's a big yeah, bottle. I haven't seen the Dogfish this size. With a cap top, too. Interesting. Instead of corked. Um, nonetheless, it's they a... They probably could have got two bucks more for it if they put a cork in it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's a 10% ABV beer. Hmm. Um, it's made with both blackberries and blueberries. A glass? You know, it's a funny thing I was saying, it's, uh, commenting to Peter before, that it's only... You wonder how long it will be before, like, every, every rock band of the baby boomer generation has... Um, a labeled beer like Aerosmith, uh, something or other, or now we got the Rolling Stones, Stone, Dogfish, Black and Blue. <laughs> you know, oh wow, color, a lot of color on this. I mean, like like the um, the Sly Fox. I but mean, not it's not got, nearly as dark. Not though. nearly as dark, but it's got a ruby red color, and it really reflects great head, a pinkness in the head. Definitely, it's a beautiful looking beer. I mean, the color is beautiful on it. Yeah, if you served it when you serve this, uh, a lot of a lot of people look at it and say, "Is that really beer?" You know, because yeah. the color is look just how magnificent. Look thick that head is. I mean, Isn't it great? Really thick head. Nice lacing on the glass too yeah. with, the, with the head. The berries come through. A little bit of tartness on the aroma. I'll tell you, um, the beer going over the tongue is the taste is incredible. This is a very strong beer. It is. It's. I mean. You can taste the heat with the alcohol, uh, the tartness in it, and a little, you know, it starts off sweet, and then you get some heat, and then it ends in some tartness, um, but definitely there's no hops. I don't know if there's hops in the beer, but there's no hop flavor to it. It's um, kind of bordering on that line of a, a sour beer. But not, not, yeah, not, but not, yeah. Right. No, as, as like um, Lambic or, you know, as a particular style, not that the beer is sour, but the, the extreme tartness mm -hmm. um, is kind of moving towards that. I mean, it's it's really well balanced between the different flavors and, and, and the different, where it hits the different parts of your tongue and you pick up the sweetness a slight, and, and the a carbonation. sourness, though, too, on the yeah. back end. Good beer. This is very good. But uh, once again, I think this is a beer that you need to share with people. I think in moderation, this beer is delicious. I think this beer quickly you'd get it would overwhelm I, I your might, palate. I don't know. I might be able to do one of these by myself. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, you yeah, know, I mean, I, it's, I'm, it's, it's pretty complex. I mean, it might it might take you an hour to get, to drink this beer. You know, it's just not yes. something you're gonna. Not Definitely you're gonna a sipping beer. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's. I mean, even with the alcohol content, this is a beer you share with somebody. I mean, this is. Uh, it, this kind of lends into the line of the, um, the Southern Tier as a special beer, not just your everyday right. kind of. Fruited beer, I think but this is like a special beer, um, something that you would pull out for a special occasion, or you know, something you'd save for a, a reason to drink it, um, because it is very good. Like the what are uh, we Southern talking Tier. about on price here, Peter? By the way, this, this one is, here. You know, we're, we're up in uh, a little bit more of the atmospheric sorts of I, things. I don't have the price on this one, um, but I, I believe it was probably around. Eleven or twelve dollars yeah, for the bottle. Yeah, I would say because I, I, I <clears throat> the, um, I know a lot of the four packs on the um, dogfish go for eight ninety nine for four pack, 
all 12 ounce bottles. So this one, you know, is a little bit on the pricey side. This is this is delicious. Uh, it, it's excellent. It's uh, very um, good. Wow. I mean, this is really the Southern Tier Cherry Saison and the Dogfish Head Black and Blue have really changed my opinion on high end fruited beers. He's like Saint Paul or Paul of Sarsis. He has seen the light. <laughs> I've seen the light. We I mean, have more if, of the Southern Tier. The, the, we have some more of that, right? The yeah. Southern Tier. Yeah. I got I got to taste both again here. This is uh, this is a tough mm. call on this. You know, going into this realm, if you're going to go into the fruited beer realm, you might as well stick it in all the way. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, you know, get as much as you can out of it because, you know, it's what it's all about. Right, look, at the, like, look at the legs, on, the lacing on, this, on the glass here. I mean, there's literally foam almost covering my entire... I, I poured this into a tulip glass. Um, this is almost covering the entire glass. They, uh, on their website, they say you should pour it into a, uh, a snifter. Um, in my book, for this kind of beer, Tulip is close enough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when they say pour into a snifter, generally a snifter holds a smaller volume of liquid than, mm -hmm. say, a Tulip or a Pilsen glass or a pint glass or a goblet or something. Um, so, yeah, I think it's meant to be drink, drunk in, in smaller doses. Wow, damn. I like Delicious. it. Delicious. Very good. Mm. So, um, I like this. Did you want to try the uh, yeah, Southern wanna, Tier again? I, yeah, I just want to give it a little bit, uh, another taste. And um, another your, taste. Uh, your uh, other glass. Another taste of the, uh, the one, one taste of the Southern Tier. Is, I think we're getting through them quite nicely here. Just to revisit it, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, it's like going to a, a little bed and breakfast that you took your wife to a number of years ago and it was very romantic and, <laughs> you know you have a, you know you have a certain picture of it in your mind and how romantic it was and you want to go back and then you go back and it's a little bit disappointing you know it's not quite as you remember it I, I will join you on the uh, southern tier here cheers cheers wow how completely different I think this is at a good temperature now by the way yeah I think the uh, so the the southern cheers Terry Sasson Definitely drink it slightly warmer, not room temperature, but not refrigerator temperature either. I think this one you want. I think the temperature almost nice between right between now. 45 and 50 degrees, not 35 to 45 or 55 to 60 degrees, but that in that middle range where it's been out for half an hour. Definitely, this is tough because they're two completely different beers, <clears throat> but both are. I think have really hit the mark in what they tried to set out to accomplish. Here's my, well, I'll say this also. I, I'm gonna, we'll get to the final rating in a moment. But having said that, there's an element of complexity when you, when you uh, invite two fruit flavors into your brew. Dogfish yes. is doing the blackberry and the blueberry. Yes. Now all the others were were singular, uh, singular yep. fruit. All right, Mark. I think we uh, have pretty much tasted everything that we have as far as fruity right. beers go. Um, what's gonna, your take I'm on... I'm going to uh, pour a little more dogfish for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Look at the color. Look at the color pouring out of the bottle. Isn't uh, that fabulous? You know, I've been pouring beers all night. You pour me fabulous. a glass. Fabulous. I'm, I'm just pouring it right in the center here. That's all right. This glass can handle the head. All right, that's good. I'm a Philistine. What can I tell you? There you go. 
I, and I, listen, I, we didn't describe, I didn't describe the um, label on the uh, dogfish, but it's kind of, it's kind of a cool label actually. Uh, the artist, I, the artist, by the way, is uh, David Larned. Hopefully, I pronounced that name right. But I mean, it's it's someone who is in a pilgrimish type of outfit, you know, uh, all buttoned up, with the white collar, etc., holding a, a rather genteel glass of beer in his left hand, uh, right hand in the pocket. Uh, well, it's actually black raspberry and blueberry puree that they've used here. We got to get down to Delaware, dude. Seriously, I know. we got to yeah, get know, down there. It was funny. I was talking to. Um, um, Kevin over at the liquor outlet, and uh, I was commenting to him that Dogfish goes and does all these events in the Northeast except in New Jersey. And I, I told Kevin, I mean, I mean, he's the guy at the liquor outlet for beer. So dogfish, you got to talk to these people and get dudes, them to come up here, dudes. Not to use that word more than one time in, in five minutes, but um, you need to get up here. So here we go. So we start from, from the lowest rating up to the highest? Lowest to highest. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think it's too hard to figure out that, that I gave my lowest rating to the Long Trail Blackberry Wheat. Totally disappointing. A mediocre beer. Um, and certainly nothing I would go out of my way for. It, it, and, you know, if you're, you have a bias against fruited beers to begin with, this would certainly, if this was the only one you tried, you'd be totally turned off yeah, to the it, whole genre. <laughs> so that's, I, I give it a five. Totally average beer. Unforgettable. Not unforgettable. Forgettable. Forgettable, uh, yes. Next uh, on the list, unfortunately, you know, the Saranac always seems to kind of end up here. I don't know why, you know. It's, it's maybe just that they aim for the, the middle of the road. And uh, so the Saranac pomegranate wheat. I'm at a 6.5 on that, you know, which is slightly above average. Again, like Peter said, you got to give somebody some credit for jumping into the water and trying to swim. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that, 6.5. Also, uh, I think in the same class, which seemed to be pretty middle of the road, was the Unibrew Ephemera. Uh, nothing to write home about. You know, I wouldn't look forward to it. You know, somebody served me, I drink it, but uh, not, not memorable at all. Uh, Better than I thought it was going to be was the Abita Purple Haze, which I gave a 7, which I think is a little bit slightly above average, decent beer. Uh, again, would I buy it again? Probably not. Next up on, the, on my list is the uh, Banana Bread Ale. I don't need bananas in my beer. Thank you very much. I think I'll just <laughs> enough said. We're gonna, I'm going to move right on. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of German styles that give you a, a banana. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Some I banana don't, notes to I don't satisfy dig, a I don't banana dig it. I don't craving. Dig it. <laughs> uh, at a 7.5, the Sly Fox uh, Raspberry Wheat. You know, again, if you were at uh, a restaurant and you brought this along, it might take the place of a wine, something. It was okay. 7.5 is not shabby. I think, I think, I think it's a respectable, uh, respectable uh, score. It's like a C beer. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's respectable. Slightly above average. I might I might look for it if there was nothing else to get. Uh, I take a pretty big jump, actually, from there. And, and the two most rockingest beers for me tonight were, were the Southern Tier, Cherry Saison. Uh, I gave it an 8.5. I thought it's right up there. Um, you know, when you give a rating, when you're talking about beers like this, it's, it's a little tough, but, you know, you have to look for somebody that's kind of trying to expand the genre 
of the beer, so to speak, add an element of unexpected delight. I think Southern Tier really hit the mark on this. Uh, excellent beer. I would definitely look for it again. And certainly up at the top of my list, probably you can tell from how ecstatic I was about it, but hey, the dogfish head, black and blue, baby. It rocks. It's, 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 it's let's say, extreme fruited beer. Yeah. They they managed to they managed to put uh, make it black and blue, uh, really delightful. And uh, I'll finish up by saying that it it blows out the class of fruited beer. Yeah. And uh, you you're pretty know, you're pretty tough on your ratings there. Well, that's yeah. that's the way I see it. So if I were going that's to go into the in, into the uh, liquor store, the state store, or whatever, my dogfish head black and blue. Certainly a little on the pricey side, no doubt about it. We're talking about eleven ninety nine for a seven hundred and fifty milliliter, I think it was. So it's it's pricey, but it's 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 well worth it. it it's it's it, it's quite the experience. And next up, the Southern Tier, again, I think an excellent beer hit the mark in that genre. It sets they set themselves apart. Well, thanks, Mark. Now for me, the Long Trail, bottom of the barrel. Sorry, um, but that was. Poor attempt at a fruit beer, almost attempted a beer. Um, uh, there was almost nothing redeeming about this one, in my opinion. Um, I hate to be so critical of it, but I mean, it really, there was nothing to it, um, as we described. I, I'm not even gonna rate that one. The um, banana bread ale was next on my list. That one, it ranks right along with the Long Trail, slightly better, but. I just didn't dig the flavors. It's just not my thing. Next, I go with the... Was uh, out of no rating? No rating. <laughs> um, basically, I, it was a failing grade. <laughs> okay. You know. Uh, next, the uh, Unibrow um, Ephemere. Is that right? Ephemere. Yeah. I gave that one a 7.8. Um, it's definitely more along the lines of a champagne wine chardonnay kind of beer without necessarily being a beer um like i said it could be a wine it's almost hard to tell the difference between some wines and that beer um it, for me it just didn't do it as far as a beer goes I, I did like the crispness of it and the aroma of it um but it didn't hit the mark as far as a beer goes next on my list was the um a Beta Purple Haze. Um, I gave that one an 8.4. Um, I'd say, I think that's an average beer. It was a good attempt at a fruited beer. Some of the flavors came through. It wasn't half bad. Next, at an 8.5, not much better than the Abita, but still um, a slightly better, a little bit more complex, was the Saranek uh, Pomegranate Wheat. Um, I, I thought it had better color. Um, and a little bit more complexity uh, to the beer than the Abita. But both of those were drinkable beers and not bad as far as fruited beer attempts go. So from there, I'm going to the Sly Fox Raspberry, which I gave an 8.7. I thought, since I like raspberries, that it really kind of hit the mark as a fruit beer. I mean, it tasted like raspberries on toast. I mean, maltiness. It had a slight maltiness to it, but it really tasted like raspberries. It tasted like fruit in a beer. But 
the raspberries were a bit overwhelming. I, I think this beer could be a lot better if they toned down the raspberry a little bit um, and got a little bit more of the maltiness involved in the flavors because the raspberries overwhelmed the beer. But all in all, I, I did enjoy drinking it, so that's why I got an 8.7. Next, I, I've got two left. Um, the Southern Tier Cherry Saison <laughs> and the Dogfish Head Black and Blue. Both excellent beers, both completely different from one another. I gave the Southern Tier a 9.0, um, which is just in the A range. As far as a fruited beer goes, it was a little bit heavy on the oak. It needed a little bit more cherry to it, I think, to kind of qualify as a fruited beer. But with that said, it was a delicious beer to drink. I really enjoyed drinking it. I liked all the flavors, the spice, the cherry, the oak. They all really came together, and it was a nice beer. And the, this week's winner, as we both agreed, <laughs> is the Dogfish Head. I mean, these guys really seem to know how to put together an extreme beer. And this black and blue was a stream beer. I gave it a, a, a 9.3. The tartness, the sweetness... Um, the flavors of the blueberries and blackberries together, it just really worked. Um, it, it kind of progressed into a, a sour type of beer, but not in a negative way. It, it was a very positive experience with the beer. Um, we've had some beers that have been sour and not purposefully sour and have been really bad. But this, the sourness is very subtle and marries well with the sweetness and the tartness and you know and, and it had a little bit of maltiness to kind of balance it all out i, I really enjoyed the way this beer tasted and kudos to dogfish for okay. two, yeah. two big glasses up to dogfish yes. ale cheers cheers and to this week's winner the dogfish head all right so uh this concludes another successful beer brawl this week's winner um by leaps and bounds i think was uh the dogfish head black and blue if you agree mark Yes, I do. There you go. Yes, I All do, right. old boom, boom, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Mark, for your hard work for yet another week. I know. I'm sweating up a storm here. That's uh, what a hard work this <laughs> I is. I know. This is great hard work, right? I'd also like to thank the guys at Liquor Outlet, especially Kevin over there, for his help putting together um, several of these beers for me tonight. Also, I had uh, new content to simplybeer.com several times a week, so read and Leave your comments. We appreciate them. You can also subscribe to the Simply Beer podcast on iTunes. Follow simplybeer.com on Twitter. Username is Simply Beer. Or join our Facebook group, which is Simply Beer. This is Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator of Simply Beer, saying goodnight. And may your pint always be full. I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh no, you the one drunk.